Thanks for joining us on Indie League of Football Chat. Uh, we're going to have a brief chat about uh, the Euros, what's happened and what's to come uh, with my usual comrades, uh, Stephen and Dale. Hello. How do you? So much enthusiasm. You're in the show. <laughs> You've got a hangover. How do I know, yeah. Um, I think. <laughs> Where's that, Stephen? Because uh, Germany lost. Oh, did they? Uh, I was drowning my sorrows, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Gutted. It's a massive German. Gutted. Although, it feels like it was really late, but the truth is, I think I was probably in bed by, oh, God knows, 10. Something like that. No, yeah, no, yeah, it's quality last night. England, uh, people still bitch and moan, but comp- clean sheets, not conceded a goal, looks solid. Controlled. There's nothing gung-ho about England. It's controlled, constant, turning the screw until eventually exactly. the opposition you, crack. You know, I, I was a... Southgate sceptic for yeah. for basically the group stages. But yeah, no, it was right. He did he did it perfectly well. Mm. It was the right decision. I, I've heard there was a lot of people moaning about switching to a back three, but I thought it was the obvious thing to do. The way Germany had destroyed Portugal. Yeah. Because Portugal bottom. just basically hadn't dealt with uh, Gorsons on the on the left. Mm. It seemed and when we've got Walker that could actually he could technically go out to be a, a fullback and go into yeah. a back four if you really wanted to. He could and, switch at will. And Trippier and Shaw like can all, also come back if need be. You know, yeah. they're not, they're not yeah. fixtures in the opposition half. Yeah, but a I lot of people criticise really him since not have a fucking clue. The guy's got a fantastic record. He does really well. We are doing really well. There's no obvious tactical flaw, apart from you could argue maybe we should attack a bit more. But shit, man, we're winning and not conceding goals. It's it's funny, isn't it? I, 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 we've talked a couple of times about um, turning points in games, and if you like, sliding doors moments. Yeah. Um, uh, the the obvious one in the knockout stages so far was uh, with the Czech Republic and and Holland, when uh, the Czech Republic keeper did brilliantly to to stop the guy going around him and just slotting into an empty net. Fantastic bit of goalkeeping. And 30 seconds later, the ball's down the other end and yeah. uh, the Dutch guy gets sent off. And that, that was it. That, that changed that game completely. Yeah. And I, I just want to say, I, first of all, I agree with both of you. That England's performance was tremendous last night against against Germany. Everything we're not used to them to, to them doing against Germany in big games. But for me, yeah, the sliding doors moment was uh, was Muller missing that. Absolutely. That yeah. Yes. I was just thinking about how how people would have talked about Sterling had Muller slotted that goal away and, and Germany gone on to win that game. There'd be a completely different narrative, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It would have been... Um, I went, when I went to the toilet, I speak to German guys and I said, if Muller scores that, Germany win that game. Yeah, I think so too. Because England would crack. Something would... The demons would come back and yes, then that'd yeah, be it. Yeah, and yeah. Or it goes to extra time and then there'd be an inevitable penalty shootout defeat. But... Um, no. No. Missed. That's it. Well, missed. Yeah. And, and also, Timo. We were saying this last night. Timo Werner was England's best player. He's yeah. he's gone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's yeah. happened to him as a footballer, but he's not. He's not even good anymore. No. He but, looks but like what, a guy. Got what a I thought was interesting about that Muller chances at the time, we thought, oh my god, of all the people that you know that are going yeah. through, you'd want it to, from a German perspective to be Muller. But he doesn't get those chances. He's not. He's he, not known he's, for. He's, he's a tapping at the back from, post. from yeah, yeah, he finds space in a crowded box and and just manages to to volley it in or he's something. Not, he's not someone who runs not, clean through. He's not someone and, who and does one on ones like that. No. Yeah. No. Even Actually, so, you you must have, you must have felt exactly the same when uh, I think it was Havertz found him and uh, yeah. there was no way anybody was it was it was fortunate in a way because it was so far beyond the back in the england back line that they couldn't even get close enough to uh, to commit a red card offense against him <laughs> which is really quite fortunate because that's what you'd have done if you'd, if you'd been in that yeah. situation if you'd been Maguire and been able to get close to him you'd have taken him out wouldn't oh you? i wonder he might, if he got close to him though because he's not that pace he probably could have actually made a legitimate attempt for the ball and if he's in the penalty yeah. area you best off letting him go anyway I don't so think he'd have done a delict. Just, just side track on the delict thing, though. I, did you see the um, Squires cartoon? He did like a Hieronymus Bosch painting yeah, about really. the Netherlands being knocked out. Yeah. That yeah. guy's just a bit too clever. It's disgusting. 
He's yeah. he can make such wonderful points in a tiny little box in black yeah. and white. Anyway, sorry, yeah, that was brilliant. There's a great thing this with it being um, with it being on the online edition of the Guardian, is that the panels that you haven't got a fucking clue what he's talking about. Somebody can explain it below the line. <laughs> I do. I go below the line sometimes, and he'd be like, "Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I'll go back. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a tiny, yeah, yeah. tiny little detail in the corner. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, so the other, I missed the Ukraine one, so I'm going to watch the highlights probably later on tonight. You watch it, Dale? I I watched quite a bit of it. I saw that. Have you seen the sending off? Mm, I Nothing. saw one one little short clip of it, and I thought it was a red card. But I've oh, heard it's a really interesting one. This I didn't think it was a red card, and this it, it seems to have seriously divided people. You know, with people just going, "Oh, you don't know what you're fucking talking about," in both directions. Okay. okay. Um, so I, have a look, see what you think. Sorry. Yeah, the, the little clip I saw was was pretty much after he'd made any contact with the ball, and it was just high foot studs up. And his knee, you can see the guy's knee kind of bend out of shape a little bit. Like, yeah. Oh, well, for your awful. description, then, it sounds like a cast iron red card. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you see, if you if you just see that, I would totally agree with you, Stephen. I mean, you see any image of a of a of a player with his studs buckling the guy's knee. That's a, that's yeah. a weird. Without any context, well, you would think there can't be a context to that. It has to be by it's dangerous play. It's... But it, but it really, really, I don't think it was. I don't. I actually really don't think it was. The guy, the guy cleared the ball sort of on the volley. The ball was in the air. Follow through. He puts, he puts his laces through the ball, and then the Ukrainian guy arrived after he'd already cleared it. And it was just his follow through. And it looks horrendous. And I really don't think it was his fault. And I don't think it was a red card offence. But it's interesting to see what we're doing. Yeah. I'll watch the replay then. Um, Either way, I'm quite happy to be playing Ukraine, frankly, not Sweden. Yeah. Because I think the the Swedes could really like turn it into a real grind nil-nil. Whereas Ukrainians, Mm -hmm. uh, because they're a better team, gives us more chance. They'll come out and attack and then we can pick them off. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, still a toughie though, and I've got my bet: 130, 129 to one on Ukraine to win, and it's it's running. It's in the quarterfinals. Yeah. yeah. To win the whole thing. Yeah, I put it on. Uh, yeah. Do you remember we were talking at the beginning? I went for Turkey yeah. at 80. What a fucking terrible good. fucking choice that was. <laughs> and um, Ukraine at 130, and Ukraine. I had. Um, Do you know if I they beat Turkey. England? You know that's a juicy. I'm I'm Ukrainian all the way. The, Sorry, Dale. If, if they beat England, yeah. Except I won't be because because my my three uh, winner bets, which are all outsider bets, were uh, were also Turkey, Scotland at the four hundred and fifty to one, which they really didn't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> but they well, yeah, but yeah, but you know, the they, thousands of them turned up to London, went home with a point in COVID. My other my other bet was uh, was Denmark. So yeah, they're looking if, good. And if and if, um, uh, it, oh, now if Denmark beat the Czech Republic and if Ukraine beat um, beat England, there's all sorts of ifs um, there. Then our two horses will be up against each other. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, morally dubious vice related derby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, gambling is morally dubious in the first place. Yeah. Well, it? anything oh, yeah. that's any fun is morally dubious. <laughs> I can't wait that though. I'll be I'll be running out by my. Uh, have you seen the jersey, the tricot for Ukraine? They've got the the pre the map of, the map of Ukraine, yeah, but including uh, uh, I was call it Krim. Then that's what they call it in Germany, Krim, uh, Crimea and Crimea. Um, Donetsk region. <laughs> and uh, that's a little. Oh, football's not political. Uh, UEFA, no, we can't have a rainbow stadium at the Allianz Arena because that's political. Ah. Giant <laughs> giant flag on Ukrainian shirts. <laughs> Have Do they still me a got that? Pardon? Have they still got that? Yeah, yeah, it's part of the kit. Yeah. It is okay. I, I, yeah. I thought they'd. Uh, I thought you were for blocks, but uh, apparently not. I think you can't. Even, well, I think the argument is: well, this is our country, and it's a flag of our country. It's it's a flag. It's a map of our country. What's if the Russian uh, team? And on their strips, uh, the, the map of Russia with that bit of Crimea on their, <laughs> on their strip. <laughs> I think um, it'd be like Velcro; it just kind of stick together. And you know, <laughs> yeah. I think I think oh, maybe man. someone, some a very important Russian politician, would have stepped in then and told UEFA what's what. And uh, all right, carry on. 
and, it, yes. and Ukraine might have been knocked out by a dodgy penalty somewhere along the way. Well, yeah. not yeah. but for once, if if they do try and rig it, then it'll be in our favour. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Oh, that's a tricky one for UEFA, isn't it? England and Ukraine. Oh. <laughs> they hate all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so any of the games as well. The uh, I think the the day in football that will go down in history. Two three yeah. threes. That was totally special. We oh. we were talking, weren't we? On uh, we were communicating with each other and saying that um, that was you know one of the best double headers. It was yeah. the best double header I can ever remember. Yeah. People, I think in, in England were put, comparing it to the FA Cup semi finals of nineteen ninety. Was that Arsenal, Tottenham, and there's the Pal- Crystal Palace Liverpool one that Palace yeah. won four three. That was a really good game. The replay, no. but yeah, with yeah, for me. Not quite as good. Uh, it was just the, the thing. The thing with the two games on on uh, Monday was a they were brilliant to be getting along with, but you just settled in both cases. You just settled down to a sense of resignation. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Teams have got a two goal lead, and then they turned it around. Yeah. They turned it around. Absolutely mind blowing stuff. Yeah. When that Swiss scored that equalising goal, I, I literally was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it did my head in the way the kind of the, the French that so that missed penalty really gave me you could see it gave him a kick up the ass, and then yeah. suddenly it was this magical French play like nobody could live with them. It was, and yeah. Sweden uh, uh, Sw- sorry Switzerland got battered down like I would suspect most teams would, and then suddenly that little bit of like mm, we're a bit we're a bit too, oh we're a bit too pleased with ourselves crept yeah. in, and there was Ooh, a nice layer. It was again in the Squires thing. It was the uh, oh. Uh, what is it? Pogba celebrating. Uh, oh, comfortable three-one up. If only, if only, um, what was it? There wasn't a precedent set a, a few hours ago for being three-one up yeah. and then not being cocky about it. Something like <laughs> yeah. I can't remember exactly what you said. And that kind of really horrible stage, joyless um, yeah. uh, celebration. And then yeah, when the Swiss sit back, I was fucking well happy with that. Oh. And then again, penalties. Here we go. The French are going to win. And at the end, I, I said to Claude, you can always be like, oh, yeah, I called it. I said, he's not going to score. He's something about this look. You could feel it, the way he looked. Just Ooh. he's not going to score. There's something about this. And he, lo and behold, he missed. Fair, fair enough, Daniel. Had you had you thought that about any of the previous nine? Because One thought of them. Had, one yeah. of them. One. I did, little, and it was the... little um, Swiss guy who was about yeah. the fourth or fifth. It was another taker. Swiss guy. It was another Swiss guy I thought he's going to miss. And he didn't. And I, and I, said, I said to Claude, oh, yeah, I was wrong about that. There was one that Loris got his hand to. Yeah, that, yeah. That he, ooh, it's hard to say you should have saved a penalty, but he, he got enough of it. Yeah, he got enough of it. It was close enough to him to yeah. get it out. Yeah. Uh, but it must be. I, I actually even felt a bit sorry for Mbappe. Yeah. as far as you can for you know international superstar. Yeah, because the pressure in that situation. It, it's already sudden death there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And I yeah. think that's, that's where the real advantage of going first in penalties yeah. can come in. There's it's, a statistical advantage for that. They did a studies yeah. on it. Um, I think it's something like 55-45 or maybe even 60-40. The team going first generally yeah. does a bit better. Yeah. So you give yeah. yourself an extra 5-10% advantage just by saying, yeah, I'll go first. And why would you yeah. want to go second? Because at least that first penalty is kind of a... I won't say a free hit, but yeah. you haven't got that kind of, oh, shit, they've scored, I've got a score. You're just like, all right, go up, can do it. Yeah. yeah if, you bang the first, if you bang the first one in, then you you have then got that built-in advantage. Yeah, yeah you, you've yeah. got a little less pressure and you've also applied a little bit more pressure to the other team. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I, I did feel a bit of sympathy for Mbappe. Because, like, again, you know, the modern world we live in, with social media and so on, yeah, exactly. that would also be there in my head in his situation. It's not just the eyes of the world watching and the team entirely depends on on this penalty, but but just you know the kind of abuse that you'll get from fucking idiot. yeah, especially in a country where like thirty percent vote for bloody Marie yeah. Le Pen. Yeah, I mean they've had all those problems anyway. I, I mean that's what I was thinking about with Sterling when I saw the pictures of how. Kind of Sterling after he'd done that pass. What? Well, well, actually, after he'd had the ball stolen from him, he looked yeah. really like, "Oh my god!" Because I, yeah. th- I think in his head he was thinking about, "I'm now the, the absolute the the scum yeah. of the earth, and I'm going to get all yeah. this abuse." 
Yeah. You wonder if that's. I wonder if that is crushing your mind. I, I'm very surprised any like yeah, elite footballers not. have any of these have social media accounts, even if, or maybe if they did, just very locked down private ones that only friends and yeah, family yeah. had access to. Because you don't need the money, do you? Because a lot of people have these big social media accounts because it's a massive uh, income supplement, if not their job. Whereas, I'm minted anyway, this is only a negative. Did you see a few years ago that, that um, Jermaine Defoe was advertising somewhere for a, an assistant, but also someone to uh, help launch his app? He was going to have a J- Jermaine Defoe app. And I was thinking, what the... What on earth would this thing be? What? Why would anybody download? I think he wanted to have a clothing line. I think he was. That was that the idea. Was. I believe so. I don't know. But do you remember? Uh, was it Man United two years ago? Maybe three years ago. And Paul Pogba had launched. I think an app or an emoji or something like that. A Paul oh, Pogba yeah, emoji. emoji. And he hired all the. So when they were playing at home, Man United, the uh, advertising boards all around the stadium. You know the ones that that they mm-hmm. rotate mm-hmm. or flash various messages were just that he'd paid for them all to be flashing his Paul Pogba emoji he's thinking fucking hell man um, he doesn't he doesn't lack for vanity does he Paul Pogba I don't know I mean to be fair during during this championship and, and again during the previous World Cup with France he he does he does do some really decisive things? I mean, that that third goal was absolutely brilliant, yep. Yep. Uh, and he'll yep. make two or three touches during the game that, that completely change the game. But even so, with as you were saying about that that joyless pre prepared celebration that he did, it, 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 for me that was just the total highlight that you can look back on that. That was him yep. celebrating the. the Having a two-goal lead, but you lost. You lost. Brilliant. There's no need. You see the Swiss, Swiss fans the way went. They went berserk, didn't they? When they were yeah. the Swiss players, they were like, "Wow!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, there's something about that. I just think because you, you're planning that right. You do a moment of pure beauty yeah. and yeah. skill in a major championships that looks like getting your team through to the next round, and instead it's like I'll do something for my fucking uh, Instagram account. He did three different celebrations. He had one where he stood there like Flintoff after running Ricky Ponting out of someone. I uh, can't remember if it was Ricky Ponting. When he threw it from like mid-off and he just stood there like Jesus. Um, he did he did that and he got swamped by, by other players. Then he had some kind of little dancing thing with another, with I think Kim Pembe. And then after that, he did his stupid little Peter Crouch robot okay. thing that was terrible. Um I mean, the thing, the thing about Peter Crouch doing it, it was, it was obviously pre-planned. Yeah, but wasn't it? but it was always so joyous. It's joyful, wasn't it? He had a big smile on his face, and he knew he was yeah, like, "Look was, at me, I'm a weird, lanky, strange guy who scored a goal." You know, exactly. Yeah, it was not not particularly vain. It was more self-deprecating I mean, humour than. Also, uh, it's also exactly. probably got some kind of background in a night out with other players. Where he did some stupid little dance on some the dance floor. Dance. Like, it, it, it would have been an Arctic, Arctic Monkeys dance, wasn't it? Because it, it originated around that time when they were they were doing that, um, you know, the robot from dancing like a robot from yeah. nineteen eighty four. I think it was I think it was built on that big Arctic Monkeys. I bet you look good on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember? I think it was I think it was built around that. It's a good video of that on YouTube, actually. That's I haven't seen the video. All right. Uh, live performance. All right. Okay. Oh, Educational uh, evening. If you give, give me thirty seconds of a little little bit of a diversion here. So, uh, speaking of uh, of uh, Crouch, and I wouldn't wish to advertise anybody else's podcast, but I was listening to one of his podcasts <laughs> the other day, and um, he was saying about uh, when he was uh, he, he was a big mate of uh, Didi Harmon's when he was at, when he was at Liverpool. And uh, and even even after he moved from Liverpool, they they remained mates. And um, at one point, Harman had a, a friend over from Germany, um, and he just kept on Crouch's couch, um, and that was all he knew of him. But then he he said, "Why did he Harman? Oh, if you if you're ever over in Germany, and you want to come and see a band, uh, just just give me a shout." 
And do you know this band? Uh, uh, excuse my German. Uh, die Totenhosen. Die Totenhosen. Yeah, they're really yeah, famous. Right. Die Totenhosen. Right. Yes. Right. So yeah. and, uh, their singer is called Campino or something. Campino. Well, I couldn't tell you, but yeah. Anyway. A sort of a, a German punk band, and anyway, um, Crouch was uh, with his with his mates um, on a stag do in uh, in Munich, and he saw a poster for for that band, and he thought, "Oh fuck it, why not?" Yeah. So he gets gets into it with Harlem, <laughs> and then uh, they, they get tickets. I think I think the actual gig was in uh, Hanover. I think it was. Uh, so Tim and his mates, all fourteen of them, uh, went went over to this gig. Crouch had never really heard of them. He was just Hammond's uh, mate. Got there and it was in the football stadium. Forty thousand people there. And he's going, oh bloody hell! He'd expected a little bar with you know, <laughs> or something. And they, they, they said, oh come on, because it's some by the stage. And they they do. You never walk alone as an encore. This band. Okay. Yeah, and so um, when when the singer's doing it, he goes, um, and we have in the audience tonight English English footballer Peter Crouch. Come on stage, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter Crouch ends up singing "You'll Never Walk Alone" to forty thousand Germans. How is that? <laughs> and he said, "But the problem was, I was playing for Portsmouth at the time, so I was shitting myself that this was going <laughs> to get out." <laughs> <laughs> God, that's a proper good story. God, did he? I like our man. He seems to be a and Peter Crouch. He comes across really well, Peter Crouch. Really, really. just like he's an all right guy. He's smart, funny. Just like okay, yeah. He's aware of what he is and what he's yeah. not. Yeah, he's not. He's not Paul Pogba. God, no. He is not Paul Pogba. In, in any way at all. No. Yeah, I, I, in the good in a good sense. Good but you know, Dima. Although he did score a fucking beauty goal. Um. Because Trinidad, which was probably as good as that hair. Pogba one. No, one where he volleyed it from way outside the box. First time volley, bang, smashed it into the far corner. I think it was when he was at Stoke. Absolute world class. Well, you know, uh, Harmon, he started uh, his plane. Uh, so, where I live, about less than a kilometre away, is his first club, Vaca uh, München. You know where they start? They have big youth clubs here, and then they'll go and probably be signed up for fourteen, fifteen, and it's just near here. Bigger, uh, Vaca. It's a German for valiant, valiant Munich. Just a little. Yeah. In case you're curious anymore, now you see teams like Vaca Innsbruck and things like that. That's what it means, kids. Vaca Burghausen. Yeah. Vaca Burghausen. Yeah. Although they're, uh, I saw them play once against Unser Hacking, and they were crap. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we watched it together. Those, those teams yeah. I watched actually. Bunch of shit. Shit. German third division, German fourth division is back. Yes, that's nothing to do with the Euros. Okay, um, <laughs> we get back on track. Hammond's a big track. cricket fan. That's what I wanted to say earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. and he likes gambling. He likes horses. He likes a. Uh, uh, he's, he's basically from the northwest of England. Well, is it something, something that somebody said um, apparently on BBC, I, I missed it myself, um, when they they focused on, oh, you know those pictures of David Beckham and Ed Sheeran sitting mm. in the VIP section at Wembley? And the commentator goes, David Beckham, there's no bigger patriot than him. And you're going, <laughs> what the fuck? Who said first that? Of I, 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 I genuinely don't know, Daniel. Okay. It was something I read in the paper today okay. that, that somebody had apparently said. And I was going, I said, well, how, how could you say that? It, it, he lives in America. It's, <laughs> he doesn't pay tax in Britain. Yeah. He, he established, he's used loads of shitloads of money to establish a, a US soccer franchise. Yeah, Miami, now, yeah. How do you define patriotism? Because he sat there in a free seat watching England. Is that it? It's bizarre, isn't it? What, he tried he... to get the World Cup, didn't he, with, with Prince... That's really? not exactly patriotism. Financial interest in that decision as well. Yeah. And also, it's just it's good PR for him. So yeah. it doesn't hurt him in any way, shape or form. But yeah, Petra, I mean, it's nice he's there. But he lives in America. Uh, I suppose if he does live in another country, but he, he handles his tax issues fairly in that other country, you can't criticise him. Um, but but don't be babbling no, about patriotism, yeah. Right, exactly. I've got I've got nothing against David Beckham at all. You know, he seems perfectly okay. Ex Preston North End, by the way. I just want to say that. Played for Preston North. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? 
That's, that's where he got his uh, goal from the halfway line. Uh, corner. No, he scored from the corner. He scored from a corner. Oh, where, where was it? It was against Wimbledon, that, from Man United. He scored from the halfway line. Oh, for all Man United. Okay, I thought, he did. I thought he did it for North End. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't stick around at North End for very long, did he? He wanted to stay, but Alex Ferguson said no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Do you know what, boss? I, I decided. Uh, oh, I'm going to stay where I am. My heart is in Preston. My heart's in Preston. My heart's yeah. in Preston now. <laughs> I've met a lovely lass down the chippy. Exactly. I don't want to leave her. Yeah. <laughs> she gives me three scraps when I buy my chips. Chips and scraps. Do you know I'm going back to England in um and Scotland in uh. Hopefully in August depends because they change the rules every week, and I'm just I cannot wait to go to a chippy. It's pathetic. I just I'm gonna just, I don't care what's gonna happen. I'm going straight to a bloody chippy. Oh. Greggs and fish and chips. I miss Greggs. Do you know after uh, after the footy last night they had? Um, I don't know if you get all this shit on German television, but the Danish television at certain time it's full of uh, of old British crimi series. God. And I just found, I just found myself Velcro to my chair watching a case for Frost and, <laughs> and, and, and David David Jason and his uh, and his copper mates are in the police cafe and they're all eating pie and chips with oh. loads of gravy on it. And I was, I was just going, oh, I was almost drooling. I was going, oh, almost. I would have been literally, I'd be like, I've got to wipe my chin. <laughs> yeah. Did he show oh, it in Danish? Oh, yeah. And Is it Paul, in Danish? And he, said, he, says, he, says, he actually says, I mean, uh, pie, chips, and mushy, ple- mushy peas. Mushy peas. And they translated it on the, uh, on the subtitles in Danish as dry peas. It's the polar opposite. What are they talking about? Yeah, how can you get that? So they don't in English, but with Danish subtitles. Yeah, yeah. You just sometimes see the German uh, translations on things. It's like that's not right. He hasn't said that. No. Yeah, I don't know who's translating this, but nah, definitely wrong. And then I'll have sometimes I'll question myself, thinking, am I just have I trying? No, it's definitely wrong. They fucked it up. Yeah. And it will go back to who else? Other games that stood out. I don't know why my mind's like gone a blank at the moment. What was it? Well, Denmark, Denmark, Wales, Denmark, yeah. yeah, Denmark, Wales, yeah. Gareth Bale walking off in his interview. Did you see that? Because he didn't like being asked about are you staying around, uh, are you going to retire or not, and he just walked away. I mean, how was that question offensive? Yeah, it isn't really, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was uh, watched and crack, and Denmark. Denmark looks so good, just brilliant football. I was impressed with that. Uh, uh, is it Mailer Marla? Mela has been he's, for me. He's been dead hell, he's good. He's like he's another one of these players that turns. He's nominal defender. He's on the right wings, on the left wings, here, there, and everywhere. Fantastic. He's been the one out of Denmark that's impressed me the most. And that Damsgaard looks like he's got a, a trick or two in him as well. Exactly. Yeah, I did. I said to you before the tournament that when Denmark really click. Um, they they are a very good side, uh, you know, with the size of the country. Uh, you, you talked about Scotland a, a few days ago, uh, you know, oh, a tiny little country and so on. But but Denmark's is about the same in terms of population. But the the first 12, 13 in their squad is a really very very mm-hmm. solid outfit with not many, too many weak links. If you went below that, you know, if they got three or four injuries, they might be struggling a little bit. But that Mailer, I'd never heard of before. No. He uh, plays in Egypt. At- Atalanta. Oh, is he? Played How many good players are bloody Atalanta? Atalanta must have the best scouting network in Europe. That Gorsens came from, yeah. he was playing lower league German football. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, sorry, in the Netherlands, because he's from near the uh, Dutch-German border. Like, teams, real crap teams in the Netherlands. Suddenly he's a world beater. You've got that... Um, uh, the Ukrainian guy in midfield who pulls a lot of strings, yeah. Malinovsky. Yeah. You've got this guy, Mailer. I, I, I was. It's been on my list for quite a while to go and watch Atalanta live, and COVID yeah. has screwed up a lot of people's lists. But well, when things probably... come back, I intend to go back at Bodden. Sorry, sorry. Daniel. I was going to say I intend to go and watch them because it's not that far from it's. Bergen, no, Bergen, and the, it's no, Atalanta. Uh, if, you, if you take all the top. Um, divisions that, that you know in, in Europe, Atalanta were probably the team to see last season. Yeah, yeah, with the you know crazy results. I've got a stat for you though. This is a killer stat. The stats and they're a killer stat. So when Atalanta <laughs> got to the Champions League last season, yeah, the wage bill was the equivalence of Reading. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's Reading in the Championship, Reading. And and then you've got Atalanta really sticking it to the big guns, but playing really? insane, attacking, exciting football. Yeah. Um, look how wasteful it is in, in England with the bloody uh, transfer fees, this wages, this, that, and the other. The amount of, the stellar amounts of money for mediocrity just is, wow. But it's its own vicious circle, isn't it? Yeah, it's a race to the bottom. Well, yeah. I mean, what what can you do if you want a mediocre player by championship standards? Yeah. Um, because because of the inflated level of, of wages and transfers in England, you you you've got to you've got to pay those inflated yeah. amounts. You've just got no choice. Atalanta had a choice. They could have gone down that arms race road, and they didn't. And why are they plucking these? gems from everywhere that nobody else seems to pick up on and all these players that are playing now each one of them Golsons has probably added about 10 million that um, yep. Marla he'd be one if I was a, a Premier League manager I'd have a very close eye on him I'd be thinking Ooh, he, he looks he looks my kind of player um, yeah. yeah if other people are doing it why not yeah and the way he took that goal as well the thing is about a, a flying uh, 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 left half or whatever you want to call him um, he, he, as you say he was popping up everywhere and then he took that goal brilliantly the way, the way he cut inside and just slotted it home He's it was a really cool finish so if you've got that ability it's like Luke Shaw but with finishing ability mm-hmm. yeah, that's got to be worth a bit it's got to be worth a bit and you wonder like and yeah but then there's that player oh he was really Castagna the Belgian uh, kind of fullback, yeah. and he was at Atalanta brilliant and went to Leicester, but he was injured a lot, so you can't really comment actually, so you don't know. But yeah, I really I am dying to go and watch uh, any football game right now live, it'd be fantastic. But Atalanta's on my hey, list. Can, can you get to Rome to see uh, to see the quarter final because uh, no England fans can go from England, can they? That's true. I don't but know, you can go from Germany. I, I don't know. I could, 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 I've got, I've got, <laughs> I haven't even thought about it to be honest with you. I just thought tickets just no no. no, no. Like, my, my, the... my neighbour's going to Baku to see uh, really to see Denmark Czech Republic quarterfinal. What is that? Like some kind of last minute flights, or have they put special? Well, ones it, on? it was a desperate lottery thing that his, his mate got in there, and um, they've got a they they can have a party, but they've got to have it before the game. So the flight lands in Baku. They've got time to, to six or eight hours to get completely shit faced before the game, and they would fly directly back from the game. No, you don't. Um, you, you'd seriously not uh, considered going to. It didn't even cross my mind until you mentioned it. I've got a colleague who's um, she lives. She lives. She's French, but lives in Rome, and her actually her uh, boyfriend fiance is from Preston. Um, but he's an Italian. His his dad's Italian. All right. And he was born in Preston. Good lad. Until he was about 14, and then they moved to Rome. What's he and called? And then his mum and dad split up. What's and um, Daniel something. Don't know what his name is, surname. Can't okay. He, okay. Unfortunately, he's a Lazio fan. She's a Roma. Oh. Roma's better than Lazio. I think we all agree on that one. Ah, cool. But I was thinking, I was thinking about him. Thinking, I bet he's going to go because I've I've seen pictures of him celebrating England's okay. victories. Interesting. Even as a half Italian. Do you know, half night, the problem is now, now you put the seed in my head, Dale. Now it's like, oh, sorry. but I just wonder how you'd go out getting a ticket uh, through the embassy. Apparently, that's what they're they're trying to do. The yeah. embassy's going to try and organise some tickets locally that so that English expats can go. Expats, sorry, immigrants. They're the only ones who can go, aren't they? Yeah. So not not English people coming from another country. So if you travel over from oh, Germany, you could. I think it's the just the travel ban that's the issue. Okay. That the, they're not letting people from the UK in. Yeah, you, you can go, but you'd be quarantined for two weeks or so. <laughs> kind of defeat the. That's right. Yeah. When I when I go back to the UK, <laughs> and um, I'll have to quarantine uh, when I come back here for ages. You'll bring it back with you, won't you? Would, you? Yeah. Would yeah. you? Yeah. If you went to Italy? No, oh, sorry. No, if I went no, to Italy, no, sorry, no. No. Italy, no. Italy would be no problem. Uh, but Austria, I had to fill in some... To, well, I went to Austria a few weeks ago, and you have to fill in some paperwork online and um, bring a pr- proof of a, a recent negative test. 
or um, COVID pass. Uh, uh, or something, some bullshit, Infung pass. And um, got... I'm waiting for my second jab. Okay, yeah, I'm on, I'm waiting for second right, as well. Second jab. Have you had your jab, Dale? Have you got it done? Yeah, that's both of mine. Both? Yeah. All right. I've got on it quick there then, if don't mind. Well, I know, I think it's my age. <laughs> <laughs> hey, any advance is sick, we can get it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny, because they do it in five-year blocks. In, right. In, um, and so it's in there, and uh, you're looking around, and you're thinking, okay, everybody here is in this age block mm-hmm. that I'm in. And you can see... Okay, some people aged aged rather. <laughs> I, don't, I, was trying, I was trying to think, you know, looking at other people whose eyes are also flicking around, and they're probably all thinking the same thing. And I was like, okay, I wonder where I would fit into that one then. Oh, God, yeah, I think I might rather dodge you the. Never, uh... You never think you're the age you are anyway, because I I feel yeah. like I'm about twenty eight or something. Yeah, 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 um, absolutely. Yeah, and then you see people that are younger than you. It turns out they're younger than you, but they still look like a friend of your dad's or something. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's a mental thing, I'm convinced. It's a mental thing, your demeanour, how you put yourself across. If you like already like, yeah, I, don't, I can't go to science squats tonight because I'm working out my, my pension plan. Then, you know, yeah. I think you're going to age. And yeah, you get, I think uh, Jeff Boycott was always old. Yeah, yeah. was there ever a year of Roy Aitken playing for Scotland? Roy Aitken was always old. Well, he was old, wasn't he? We did this, yeah. I mean, even then, though, it's just unbelievable when he was playing. And um, have a look at his, and he looks ancient, and he's still Bobby Charlton. Bobby Charlton, yeah. It's a really good, um, really good Twitter account of uh, old footballers, footballers right. who look like, and it's it'll be some Italian who's twenty four, but he looks like he's in his sixties because he's bald. He's got a big tash or something. Oh, gotta find it. Yeah, they, they kind of specialise in that, don't they, the Italians? Like ageing rapidly overnight. Yeah, yeah. They do, I mean, footballers did look older in the past. I'm sure they did. It's strange. In the 70s. But, but even footballers now, you'll you'll see, oh, this industry looks... And they'll find out he's 22. He look, I, I, you know, I really do look younger than him. And they just seem yeah. to... Maybe it's just the hard training constantly just takes its toll. I mean, fuck me, I found it. How's this guy 29? How is this guy twenty? Can you pop, pop it in the chat? What was the name of that guy? Um, who was he? A Welsh guy who uh, um, the 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 cock eyes. He was. He used to turn up in comedy films all the time. Welsh guy. Uh, oh, Marty Feldman. You mean Marty Feldman? Oh yeah, it? yeah, London. Yeah, he's from London. Yeah, Marty Feldman. Oh, is he from London? Yeah. Anyway, Ernie McGar has a bit of Marty Feldman about him. <laughs> yeah, he does. Have nightmares like yeah. this fucking shit. <laughs> some of them just like I can't believe some of those are true. Actually, actually, if you just if you just go a little bit down, uh, they've got the summer of '96 thing with uh, you've got a picture of, of I think South is it Southgate in the background who's missed the penalty? Yeah, Shearer and, and Gascoigne. And if you see if you look at Gascoigne there, you can already see the 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 alcoholic old man. <laughs> he was he looks terrible up. now, doesn't he? He, he looks, looks terrible. Just, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Absolutely just decrepit. Oh, nice one. Have you, have I'm you seen to follow um, this then, Carlos, Carlos McAllister from Boca Juniors. Oh, yeah. Or it's Mac Allister, he, isn't he it? He looks really Scottish. For an Argentine. Carlos Mac Allister. First name. There's lots of shady team. Have you seen the team names down there? There's like a team called Douglas Haig and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Expats they're... must have gone out there and just for some reason decided to. Because <laughs> you've got Newell's old boys playing Douglas Haig. What's that, that about? Argentina? Pardon? Is it a Douglas Haig in Argentina? An Argentinian team, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. A team called Douglas Haig. Well, then if, I, mean, I assume it's the the field, field marshal, but pardon? Yeah. Yeah. Is he the US Secretary of State? Douglas Hay. He was the field marshal in World War One, wasn't he? Field Marshal Hay. Okay, this the Brit. Was, was he Douglas? I think it's Douglas Hay. Yeah, that was his okay, name. I thought it was Douglas, Douglas Hay, who was um, the Secretary of State. To, it could be both called Douglas Hay, but this yeah. one was uh, if based on the club and everything. I, I'm. It's got to be World War One General Douglas yeah, Haig. Right, right. 
Right. Because I can't imagine about some random brand new football club turns up and we'll name ourselves after the US <laughs> Secretary <laughs> What's that about? <coughs> but I find that a very old team. Let's do let's go through one by one and have a quick preview. Belgium okay, Italy. Let's take, let's take predictions. Belgium. Pardon? Predictions as well. Everything depends on whether uh, whether the two injuries mm. are back. From, I believe he's already said he good. won't play, um, De Bruyne. I believe De Bruyne won't play. I think the Italians will beat them then. KDB, he's too good. And Hazard had a muscle injury as well, which usually wouldn't be a quick kind of recovery. No. If they've lost, because Hazard was looking, he was yeah. looking like he regained his form. Yeah. Mm. So if, they, if they've lost him and De Bruyne, ooh, you can't... Because they're a bit thin on the ground when you get that first eleven. But I looked at the. Yeah. Uh, that's what he said. He said, he said they're probably not going to play, um, and we want them for the semi-final if we get through. But these Italian boys, they're another. He looks solid. Yeah. Very solid. Yeah, you need a bit of guile to get through their yeah. defense. Don't yeah, and and if there's, he's the world leader for guile, picking a pass to get through. He just is. Yeah, yeah. so I think. Um, Narrow Italy, it'll stifle them. They'll do what they always do, and they'll. Uh... The good thing for for Belgium is that Lukaku's been playing in Italy yeah. and has obviously done quite well. And he looks really good. Yeah, he's not going to be. He's not going to be facing a, a new type of defender that he's not really used to. He's True. Played Chiellini and um, who's the other guy? Uh, um, but uh, Benucci is he playing Benucci? Yeah, uh, he's going to play against them. Yeah, he'll know them. Yeah. Oh. You've got to get the ball first, doesn't he? Yeah, and that's it. When you've got Kevin De Bruyne putting the ball, uh, yeah. passing the ball yeah. to you, it's a different game. Yeah, well, right. yeah, but he's also plays in Italy. But uh, I'm surprised he's 33. I don't know why. I thought it was like younger. Dries Mertens. Who? Dries Mertens. Okay. He has been around a long time. Yeah, I don't know why in my head he was like 26, 27, but there's one I was like, 33? Never. Well, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go with 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 De Bruyne, um, Belgium narrow victory without him. Italy. Yeah, it's all on that De Bruyne question. If he plays, they win. If he doesn't play, I think they lose. But as simple as that. Yeah. It, was, it, it, it doesn't make that yeah. much of a difference. Huge, huge, huge yeah. difference maker. I always think Roberto Martinez gets criticised a lot, but I think he's done a pretty good job. I mean, like. Well, I mean, they've been number one in the world for a long time, and there is a reason for yeah. that. Yeah. And if you get knocked out in the semi-finals of the World Cup, that's yeah. you get to that point, and it's you know, yeah, anything yeah, exactly. can happen. But I mean, just thinking back to earlier on in the tournament, that um, um, the the Denmark Belgium game, where Denmark absolutely dominated the first half of that game, and De Bruyne came on as yeah, exactly. So, so well, that's where I mean. I was thinking where you said give the ball to Lukaku. It's where he just like strolled into the Danish penalty area and he just yeah. cool as you like rolls it across, yeah. and that's 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 going to be the Italians, but not. Yeah. Mm. Stephen, what do you reckon? We're all sitting yeah, on the fence. No, I, I, no, I think Italy. Even, yeah. even with. Even really, with all right. Oh, yeah. Italia. I've been. I, I thought they looked. Okay, and what I'd read about them before the tournament seems to be quite promising for Italy. The fact that they just not lost for thirty odd games or whatever it is, They're solid, aren't they? And I like Italy. I like the way they play. I've always been a fan of that. Yeah, game. and they've 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 played really well yeah. this tournament. Yeah, well, there's certainly where they are in merit. It's not like they've scraped through. Um, it's not like that supposedly group of death where they're all shit. Group of death. Group of group of fucking <laughs> group of soft as shit more like. Group appropriate of, name. They're all dead. They're all dead. They're all out. <laughs> they were poor though. Like group of death, but as soon as any of them came up against a half decent team, they they got found out. It's amazing. I, I, I would not have put any money on on that happening though. You'd have said a, a, what at least one uh, a finalist is in that group. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And Germany were. I mean, sometimes I think being English, you can be kind of. You know, oh, let's not big ourselves up. Yeah, England, England completely out-tacticked them and we have better players and we were a better team than oh. we won. After the first 10 minutes, that first half, we were way on top. Just It was just and controlled. We were in control. Mm. And then but the also, second half, again, there was a little period at the beginning where yeah. 
we didn't we didn't settle no. in the second half very well. But and then when Jack Grealish came on, he was it just yeah. I don't know. He just seemed to because he kind of I think for the first goal he got an assist for the assist if you know what I mean. He's yeah. the one who played yeah. it out left, and I don't recall the second one if he had a build up in it a, a oh, part yeah, of the yeah, goal. Yeah, he it. It. He it. Oh, he's, oh, he actually got the actual cross. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But actually, actually, I mean, um, you you were talking before, Stephen, about um, the you, um, Southgate's going going up or has gone up in your estimation. Um, I I think when he brought Grealish on, uh, which which was a perfect move for the time, but he also shuffled things around a little bit. So Sterling went to the right, who suddenly looked a lot more dangerous, cutting in from the right. I mean, if, if you look at the the first goal. The yep. way he, was, he saw there's a clump of Italian, uh, Italians, a, a clump of Germans in the in the middle of the field, and just went straight at them, caused absolute havoc. Yeah. Took three yeah. of them out of the game, yep. and, um, uh, and 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 also Shaw uh, was given license to cut inside mm-hmm. from the left. You know, they're totally used to the idea that he bombs straight down the left-hand touchline all the time. But if you look at the second goal, where Rice was actually injured on the side of the pitch, mm-hmm. and Shaw won the ball, cut, cut right through the centre of the of the pitch, which nobody would have expected at all, um, before before laying it off mm-hmm. to um, uh, to Grealish to cross. And it was like it, it once Grealish had been brought on, the whole team became a lot more fluid. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. sort of total football, mm-hmm. and it was really impressive to see. We well, see, um, I think he, he came on for Saka, right? Um, Grealish, yeah. that's correct. Well, you see, yeah, I mean, Saka works his ass off defensively, yeah. does jobs that Grealish won't do, but he's also an attacking threat. So you stay in the game. If you if you one or two up before Grealish comes on, it's all good. But you've battered them by then. They're weaker physically and mentally, and then you bring. Mix it around a bit. Suddenly Sterling's in another place. Suddenly Shaw's doing yeah. different things, yeah, yeah. and you crack them, and that's what happened. Uh, yeah, it was. It's, it's opened them up. Yeah. New attacking angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and suddenly, um, and I'll say this about Sterling as well. Um, throughout the whole tournament, uh, it's been great seeing putting goals away because that has been a weakness of yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolute setters for England for years. He seems to be a lot more confident now. But the defensive work he does as well yeah. is astonishing. He, he gets up and down the, down, yeah. down the pitch like there's no tomorrow. And the amount of plays he keeps occupied, it, it can be an amazing a defensive asset. I think in near the near their corner flag, yeah, just exactly. occupying yeah. their players. And again, you know, you you're constantly chipping away at the stamina, fitness levels, uh, mental. Mentally tired as well. Yeah, I think he's a fantastic. Sterling's a fantastic player for England. In the World Cup last time, I never understood any of the criticism. Yes, he he missed a couple of sitters, but overall, it's it's a net gain with Sterling in the team. So I must admit, I I, I hold my hands up here. I was very critical of him during the World Cup because of those sitters. There were, there were times when he got in front of goal, yeah. and he looked like he'd, he'd never been introduced Ooh. to a football before. It was it was quite. Do you remember there was one where, where fortunately for him, I think it was it was, uh, it was called offside in the end. I think it might have been against Sweden actually, where it was literally two feet out from a completely open goal yeah. and just fall over the ball. And he was just like, oh, oh God. God, Sterling. And he, he does have that in him. He does, but he does to put it in that in that walk up as well. You could see he's just constantly occupying other yeah. players yeah. and creating Ooh. space for other England players. And Oh, yeah, of course. If he if he scores those sitters, I think I think I was frustrated by him a little bit because it's like, oh, for God's sake, just score! But I still felt you look at who else is in the squad. Nah, I think I like him. Keep him in there. Totally fair enough. I mean, he's, um, he's definitely won me over. <laughs> well, now he, well, he's doing the same thing now, but also now there's goals, and, and yeah. it's not. It's like you, there's certain goals. Can goals have more value? I'd say yeah. Uh, uh, the winner in a 1-0 game is much more important than the fourth goal in a 5-1 yeah, victory. Yeah, yeah. And he's getting it yeah. when it matters. Bang, yeah. they're the winning goals. You know, the one that cracks the German defence. And in the other two games, they were the winners, weren't they? Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, 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 they were, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were both That's it, 1-0, of course. I was trying to think if one yeah. was 2-0. Yeah, 1-0. As the German commentator said, oh, yeah. he scored England's goals except in the 0-0 against Scotland. Like, well... Yeah. Anyway, they're out, so we don't need to worry about 
So who else have we got now? So we've covered that one. Um, Denmark. Switzerland, Spain is the next one. Switzerland, Spain. Okay, Switzerland, Spain. I'll put me two penneth in. I think the Swiss are going to cause a big upset here. I'm going to I'm going to go against the form. I think they'll be so high on what they did. And Czech Republic showed, uh, sorry, uh, Croatia showed, you can get at this Spanish team. And again, I think it hangs on one player, the most, in my opinion, the most overrated player in world football, Alvaro Morata. <laughs> Absolute donkey. Don't, but you do- can't call him overrated anymore, can you? <laughs> I mean, no, the world on his back. <laughs> Just, and I think he'll, he's the kind of character, if I was the Swiss, I'd say, right, one a reducer, one of you lot, nail that Marata in the first few minutes but maybe not even a dirty foul getting his head and they'll be like oh, and that's it it's over and then you've got him you've got him in the box so I can see the Swiss for an outsider outside victory on this one I'm okay. just worried about the number of goals that Spain has scored in the last couple of games really <laughs> they have clicked <coughs> excuse me yeah that's true it's a shame because I really want Switzerland to win but yeah Tiki Taka, I hate Tiki Taka. I hate it. The style of play, I can't stand it. But it's not really that at the moment. It's a little. I mean, but they seem seem to pass the ball around forever. Before like, oh, against Sweden, they were terrible at that. It was they, just they were they were painful. Raving on about about pass com, passage completed yeah. something, and the top four pass completions were the back four because mm. they were just passing yeah. to each other. For ages. Yeah. Like what's yeah, brilliant. Do that all game. Sweden loved it. But they've scored um, five in two successive games. But, yeah, since then, last couple of games have actually been a bit No, it's true. They've, yeah, direct. I don't think they've got enough quality up against a really good... Because they scored three against... And let's not remember forget conceded three against Croatia. Yeah. And who did they beat 5-0? Who did they hammer? True. Austria. Slovakia, Slovakia right. Yeah. Okay. And this is an extremely confident Swiss side. I think they're, they're, they're kind of like, there's no pressure on us now. We've exceeded expectations. And, and suddenly, where's this come from, Seferovic, who was who was my... <laughs> was that, how the hell is this guy an international striker striker? Who suddenly, oh, actually, he looks pretty Every, good. Everybody's favourite cart horse. He really was a cart horse, though, but, yeah, but he got to storming headers, like, bang, yeah? yeah. And um, against that, you know, they, they, they squat against that, you know, that weak... Less, we all know what French defences are like. Not very strong. <laughs> no, don't go there. Yeah, um, yeah. Switzerland for the win by the French government. Switzerland. Uh, well, Macron will be on my case. But um, yeah, for me, uh, I think the Swiss will crack them because there's something about this Spanish team I don't like. So there's something they can be got at. And I think the Swiss it's will soft do it. Underbelly. Uh, okay, I, I can't see beyond Spain, to be honest. Uh, despite uh, Stephen's cart horse up front, I'm not. Severa. Well, he's not anymore, though, is he? I used to go on about in the last in the bloody last World Cup and Euros. I was constantly saying this guy's shit. Seferovic, honestly, if he had a decent centre forward, but maybe he's turned into that decent centre forward. Yeah, I've quite I've quite liked Embolo. I must admit, it's like yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't play. Yeah, he's he not first like team anymore for Gladbach. Playing the world, but he's, uh, but he's, he's, he works. He works his socks off. And yeah, he was actually playing right, right sided kind of forward. Um, I wonder if they've got him like up as a two up front, but they're kind of like mm. uh, he'll yeah, kind I mean, of uh, you go over there, but but target man Seferovic, you just get in that penalty area, get your head on it, get your head on it, old school Allardyce style, get your head on it. Well, you know, play to your strengths yeah, and. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I've, got, I've got to say, one of the things that I think has been brilliant about this tournament is that it, it isn't just your usual suspects. There are a lot of uh, a lot of teams that you really wouldn't have thought very much about beforehand, including Switzerland, mm. including Austria. Yeah. To be fair, uh, the Czech Republic really looked very decent outfits yeah. with with weak points. I mean, normally, normally the problem with these these sides is like Wales. You've maybe got four. Really top quality international players, mm-hmm. but you can you can pick out some weak points that you just target. Yeah. But it's not really been true for, no. for a lot of these. That's why it's been so good. So they're far. all solid, and it's nice to see a, a refreshing semi uh, quarterfinal lineup. Lineup, yeah. You know, yeah. it's quite uh, Switzerland's but the ones we've had. Who else is up? England, Ukraine. Oh, I can only well, see England winning. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I can't foresee a situation where Ukraine win. 
I couldn't and that's not a kind of like nasty English hubris. It's not like some. Yeah, I think that I've watched all but Ukraine's games apart from the one yesterday, and I've always I've thought they're good going forward, but they're not very good at the back. And well, they were very, very lucky to get through, weren't they, in, in their group? And funnily, funnily enough, it was Sweden that got them through, wasn't it? Because if Sweden hadn't scored that winner in the in, was that in it? Okay. Minutes, uh, Ukraine wouldn't have gone through. Ah, uh, they scraped through as a third place team, like they fourth. Straight through as sixth. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry, the fourth. Fourth, the sixth, yeah. So okay. Team, yeah. Um, so it's ironic that they ended up knocking no, Sweden out. Oh, I bet Sweden but are really happy about that particular fact. Oh well, You're, yeah. You, John, yeah, I'll be interested to know what you think about that. Um, that's uh, sending off because that changed that game. Oh, yeah, uh, no, I'll, I'll, Stephen's vanished. I don't really know why. Yeah, he froze. So I think oh, he he's really locking him. Yeah, no, I'd, I'll, I'll watch it. I, I kind of plan to watch it today, but I was, I was like, you know, just fuzzy head. I'm just, I'm not feeling well here at all. Like, ooh. I, uh, I, I came home with plans to do all kinds of things. All I ended up doing was just watching replays of the England game. Did you go out to watch it last night? No, I made a point of not doing, because, um, oh, A, I've got to be a bit careful. If I go into Copenhagen, I'm going to get completely shit-faced watching an England game. Uh, Do you know people there? Would you go, Would you meet people, like, in... in oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, quite a few English expats in the, yeah. And, you know, I was asked to, to go. But um, I've, I've banked some brownie points on that one so i think uh, credits for oh yeah saturday night saturday night nine o'clock england i'm fucking tearing it up okay <laughs> i'm gonna have a right good old time i'm really looking forward to it. i know i plan to watch the game earlier as well um yeah. trouble is though last england games though i've just been i need to kind of rein it in a little bit that's the problem isn't it i was talking to Stephen before you got your uh, it problems sorted out and it is it is really dangerous because you you're gonna go if you're gonna go out into the pub to watch the football you're gonna be there from the first game yeah and you're already no matter what you say to yourself okay i'm just gonna let this pint evaporate so <laughs> <laughs> it evaporates very quickly no, i've got some i've got some <laughs> thirst thirst it's thirsty work watching football <laughs> when daniel starts getting schnapps in i was very happy well no i'm gonna um yeah, I'm going to watch both matches, I think. What's the first one before England? Uh, the other one on our it's side. Denmark. Oh, it's Denmark. Okay, Denmark-Czech. Yeah. I like both those teams. I, I, I've always had a soft spot for the Czech Republic. So I remember in Euro 96, they kind of came from nowhere yeah. and did really well. So I've always had a kind of a soft spot for Czech Republic. Um, but yeah, I think everyone is... Uh, Everyone wants Denmark to win, don't they? Including me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in that group as well. Because I think they play fantastic football. Play really good football. And they're very easy on the eye. And I want them to say... It's the reason why I don't want Spain to go through. Because this Eye-watering. Yes, I can't hack it. I just like, God's sake, do something with the ball. A few, few years ago... Um... There's a, 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 a mate of mine who worked for another language company in Copenhagen, and um, his company sponsored FC Norshellen okay. in, uh, in Denmark, which is a, a super league club, but gets about 2,000 on average as, a, as its attendance. So it probably costs like uh, a couple of English classes for their Brazilian forwards. Uh, to sponsor the club for the season. And as part of the deal, they, they got some... Uh, quote vip tickets for each <laughs> game so i got invited along and it was it was actually really cool a big scram and loads of champagne and, and all you could drink up to kickoff and again during half time so half time you're just, just like Whoa. <laughs> it's like smash yeah, it, it was really mental. <laughs> and, uh, but as part, as part of it, while you while you're having the buffet before um, uh, before kickoff, um, the manager comes and talks to the sponsors, and uh, it was Casper Yulman, who is the manager of FC Norshell and then who's who's now the manager okay. of, of Denmark. And uh, right from that time, I just thought he was a really impressive person. He was he was talking about the defeat they'd had in the previous game, and there was nothing about. 
oh, lucky goals for the opposition. Mm. The referee was shite. He was talking really quite openly. These are a bunch of, you know, rich sponsors who were just there for the trough, talking about where they, where his own team had gone wrong um, in, tactically and so forth. And from that, I was, I was just really respected the guy. And I've respected him ever since, although he, he was in, um, I think he, he was in Mainz. He, he went to Mainz, yeah, before. he went to Germany. Yeah, Mainz, Mainz, yeah. yeah. And it didn't, didn't really work no. out for him. But he's got he's got a very good philosophy about football, and it, it is that you you keep on, it doesn't have any of this, oh, if you, you, you have what you hold. He does have this attitude of, you if, if what's, you've been doing has got you in the lead yeah i'm doing the thing yeah. that got you no just yeah, yeah. i mean I, I don't know much about the guy but yeah purely from a aesthetic level they're a really not only a, a likable the style of play but they seem a likable group of players quite uh yeah or in germany say i sometimes forget the english word sympathish um likable yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, um, they have empathy maybe <laughs> They're, they're sympathetic. Was it really? Uh... Yeah, no. We have the same in Danish. Uh, some some pathos, but okay. uh, I think it's uh, it's more like they have sort of empathy. You know, yeah. Or, or felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always find that a bit of a false friend. Apart apart from uh, Hoybia. I like Hoybia. <laughs> it's like some. Is it like brutal bastard in midfield who sorts things out? <laughs> You know, no, he's he's a midfielder enforcer, isn't he? Yeah, that's what you want. Every team, every good team has a midfielder enforcer, man. Every single team that wins anything has one of those guys, always. Or oh, it's some dirty bastard who can he can play a bit, but he'll make sure the other team know what's going on. I like that kind of player. Really, the quality, underrated. You have to see uh, if you've never seen it some footage on YouTube of. Um of uh, Graham Souness when he was playing for Rangers taking out an Aberdeen player. You, you just just check it out. Graham Souness, Rangers versus okay. Aberdeen. But he, just, he, he goes in, uh, takes the guy out via the knackers <laughs> <laughs> and then is arguing vociferously with the referee that he'd done nothing wrong at all. It's a, it's a classic bit of Graham Souness reducing. <laughs> yeah, God, Unis, he was a quality one. There's that, uh, I still, uh, it's that planting that flag. Yeah. <laughs> That's just brilliant. That's just like, I'm going to walk on your fucking flag in the middle. It's ultimate shithousery. The shit, it's just, I love that. More, please. That is, you, there you can see somebody who is a genuine hard bastard. Yeah. You, you've yeah. got balls yeah. the size of a planet to be able to do that in Turkey. <laughs> and he was in uh, Boys from the Black Stuff as well. Was he? Was he? He, was, he had a little cameo with Yossa. Did he? Yeah. Cool. Yossa, Yossa meets him and of course Yossa's got the same tash and the same oh, kind really? of yeah, yeah. Perm. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, all right, mate. All right. Yeah. Here's a job. What they say. He's on the uh, IT, he's on ITV uh, commentating at the moment, um, and he's actually very well dressed. Uh, no, oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, y- Yossi's twin, Graham Sunis. I can't tell the difference personally, and um, and he's very well dressed. You know, like very ooh, spends spends a lot of money on his clothes. Clearly, you were, you were talking about shit housery before. It's another thing that um, that. Uh, um, Crouch was talking about when he got the phone call to be part of the England World Cup squad. They said, um, oh, "How do you fancy having the uh, the number nine shirt?" And he said, "Yeah, fucking hell, well, a bit of that." Um, but now he he says it was um, it was uh, shirt housery because uh, <laughs> he never he never got on the pitch. Occasionally, <laughs> the number nine shirt to make him think he was going to be the man at centre forward. Is it good this <laughs> podcast then? Is it worth a listen? Is it worth yeah. a listen? Because often these football ones can be a bit like, oh, matey, the boys, and a bit like they'll just slap each other he's, on the back. And it's he's got good stories. He's good at telling them as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a bit of a raconteur. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I listened to the first couple of series. I think. Don't know what series they're on now. He's doing um, a Euro special I, right now, isn't he? Is that yeah, what you listen to? I, fa- I found it. Um, I found the the guys with him a bit irritating. That was yeah. my only issue. There's some Radio One DJs, <laughs> a bit kind of cool. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'll have, there's so many podcasts at the moment I listen to. What, one more game then, but and then we'll definitely get it in because we've got four minutes, 30 seconds. What was the other one? Um, it's... What's your prediction for, oh, for yeah. Czech Republic, uh, Denmark? Oh, God, yeah. Um, I think um, momentum and... Uh, there's something about this Danish team. They've got four momentum. I think um, Denmark... Yeah, can't really I'd, justify. I'd actually, I can't base I'd, it on anything. I'd like mm. the Czechs to win just so that we don't have to beat Denmark, and I'd much rather face Czech Republic. No, that's no, that's, Stephen. That's our place in the world now, England. Then we can be everyone's. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's. Oh, England. Oh, oh bastards! Yeah. They, yeah. Won, they beat. No, they beat I'd plucky Denmark. Denmark are a better team. I'd rather face the shitter team. You, but England. I think Denmark are a better team than Czech Republic. Yes, yeah. and I think they will. But yeah, I think yeah, Denmark will win. I'm sure. Uh, I. I I always hate to say it because I really, really, really want Denmark to win. And I think I think the Czech Republic have a strong spine. That Schick is a very dangerous centre forward. Yeah. They've got a very good keeper. Uh, they're a solid outfit. I do think that Denmark have enough to, to win it. I do. They should. If they I don't, they'll be kicking themselves in the foot. So what's yeah. the so yeah, so got what's the what was the what's last? the other game? What is the last one? Can you not remember, Daniel? England, Ukraine. It's the cause of, yeah. I thought we already talked about that. Hangover. Have we? Okay, oh, then I'm clearly I've got. I mean, I've total brain fart. I didn't think we'd gone through that one yet. Oh, we had. Sorry. Oh, fuck it. England, Ukraine. I'll cut it out. Whatever. Uh, yeah, England. England will just be too good for them. England have got a fantastic defence, and Ukraine don't. I don't see anything to fear from them. My my only issue is because today I read that four of our players are on yellow cards. And I'm scared that Southgate's going to be scared of the yellow cards. Who are the players? Who are the players? Uh, Phillips and Rice. Yeah. Phillips and Rice, Maguire and um, Foden. But Foden was out of school. I mean, Foden is not replaceable, but he's not in. Then maybe play Henderson in place of one. Um, Use the squad a little bit. I don't think, say, for example, putting on Jordan Henderson instead of Declan Rice or Calvin Phillips is like, oh, we're filled in the reserves because we're playing Ukraine. No. No. Rice has been quietly shit hot, though. Yeah, that's what I think Phillips as well. Phillips is much more dynamic, but Rice has got that cool head. You know, that's where England are keeping those clean sheets, man, those two. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, he got he got booked within about five minutes of the game against Germany, didn't he? But mm-hmm. he he still didn't hold back. And if they are going to get booked, then now, not in a semi final. I don't. I don't. No, think it doesn't so. matter in the semis because it's to get wiped out. Ah, okay, 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 okay. Um, but you've got to qualify first. You've got to give it your best. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think I don't think Southgate will think too much about that. To Good. Be honest. I think I think he'll be focused entirely on get get through the quarter. True. Yeah. Well, it's the only way, really. You can't be second guessing what we might do in the semi. Yeah. So, we'll get, quick this prediction is... time now because we've got a minute left. Quick prediction time. So I'm going for England as comfortable yeah. as these wins get. Two nil tight win. Um, yeah, yeah. Comfortable. Professional two nil. Yeah. Sounds good. Go on, I'll let them concede a goal. I'll, I'll, I'll make it 2-1. Come on, that England. England win the entire tournament. Don't concede a goal and knock out Denmark. The most hated country in the world. <laughs> Betting exchanges, they're now favourites. England, I saw that. And Belgium are fourth favourites. De Bruyne. It's De Bruyne. All that's purely about De Bruyne. If De, what's that price? If De Bruyne... An hour before kickoff, he's on that start list. Bang. I'm putting some wedge on Belgium. At those prices, you'd be crazy enough. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to follow us, we are at IndieLiga on Twitter. Right there, some comments, questions, topics you might want us to talk about. Whatever you want. Also, if you get the chance, a nice review, five stars, wherever you listen to your podcast would be great. Thanks again, and till the next episode.